0: The B word can be beautiful. I'm Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks. Low cost, high style decorating. And should we say what the B word is, Kelly?
1: Well, I think everybody knows what it is, don't they? I don't think they do. (laughs) It's a. It's not a nice word. No, it's not. It's budget, you guys. We're not going to say budget again as we're going along here because really what we're focusing on is low cost, high style decorating. So that's what we've titled. But in its essence, low cost could be thought of as budget. But budget, I don't like that word. I've said that before. I think people feel limited when we say budget. So low cost just seems like a nicer way. It's like a euphemism. Yeah. So it's, yeah, low cost, high style decorating is, I'll tell you what it's not about. It's not about budget. Okay. It's not about cheap. It's not about having this and wishing you really had that. Mm -hmm. What it is, is in my opinion, and then Anita can tell you what she thinks, what I think it's about is thinking out of the box, shopping around and making smart purchases and getting exactly what you want or better for less.
0: Right, and it may not be that everything in the room is a low-cost item, but I think the secret is mixing. One of the secrets is mixing. So maybe you have a few high-cost things. That's what people focus on when they see the room, but then you've mixed in these other things that aren't so expensive. So it's just kind of some little tricks that we use.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if something low-cost, inexpensive, next to something that's known to be of high value or it's made of expensive materials or something, that more expensive item is going to elevate the less expensive item. So it's, yeah. So it's not running out and filling your house with a cart full of things that you just came home from TJ Maxx with. I love... TJ Maxx. I love home goods. Every once in a while, you can get something really spectacular there, but you've got to mix it in with other things. Exactly what Anita's saying. And that is one of the tricks. There are some other tricks too, as I mentioned, thinking out of the box. So say your bottom line doesn't allow for exactly what you want. Sometimes this comes up particularly with a custom item. Well, think about of a way around it and think of a way to create that same thing. And maybe you'll even like it better for a lot less. I have a video and it's the same title, low cost, high style decorating. And in it, there are five things. And these are things that I have used out of the box thinking, creative thinking. There are items that I needed really. Some of these things like a refrigerator handle and a vent cover for my return, but they were all independently going to be very expensive. And I didn't want to pay that much for them. So I thought about ways around it and how I could get what I needed and the look that I wanted for a lot less. And so I'll put the link in the show notes to that video. So pop on over there and you can have a look at those particular items. Those things that I talk about in the video are more like problem solvers, things I needed Mm -hmm. something and I wanted to pay less for it. And so I thought of a way to get around it and create it in a different way. I think a lot of what we're going to be talking about today is actually decorating ideas. So how to elevate your decorating for not too much money. Oh, definitely.
0: I mean, I think there is a creative element. And when you're on a budget, it forces you to be creative. And it really is amazing the fun ideas that you can come up with. And if you didn't have the tight budget, uh, I don't think it would force you to be as creative. And I think sometimes you wouldn't end up with such a fun solution. To me, when I have these limitations and I create something or or use something in a different way than it was originally intended, I get more joy out of it than if I spent just a lot of money and solved the problem with money.
1: Wouldn't you agree with that? Oh, I so agree. And that's what's also going to add a lot of personality to your decorating and to your home overall. Because if you have to kind of go a little bit off the beaten track to either get the look you want or solve a decorating issue that you have, that's what makes your house interesting. If you're just going out and buying something that somebody else could buy if they had the pocketbook for it, then that's kind of easy. I found that too with, and I wonder if other people have had this experience. I've built one house from scratch and the other several houses that we've done over have been pre-existing. Even though it was an exciting challenge to build a house from scratch. I didn't feel like all my creative buttons were being pressed as hard. Oh, you well, know what I'm maybe saying? not. Well, but but we built this house from
0: scratch and I incorporated a lot of fun ideas that were really just kind of something I chose. I went right. and got some salvage things. But, you know, I, maybe I would have pushed it. It would have been more difficult, I guess, doing a remodel. But it was still a pretty
1: fun experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's so fun. And I don't mean to take away from that experience for you or for anybody. I'm just saying that sometimes when you're just like, this is the shape of the room. And you're like, oh, wow. Okay, now I have right, to work right. around that. So yes, how do yes. I do that? Or mm-hmm. the the ceiling slopes down here. So where is the bed going to go? And you yeah. know, what is the headboard going to look like? All those things. So you've kind of constantly confronted with, these limitations that either you have to yeah. give into or work around. Yep, yep. I
0: that's right. There's definitely more limitations that way and it does force you to be even more creative.
1: I will agree with that. I'll grant you that. How about Thank be- you. Thank you. And and by the by, your house is fabulous. And you oh. did exactly what we tell everybody else to do is that you took pieces that were somewhat unexpected or pieces that were vintage and made them part of your home, which again, giving it so much personality, making so distinct to you. And that's how you created this completely new Cedar Hill Farmhouse slash Anita Joyce style.
0: Yes. Thank you. My first idea on how to get this high style decorating... For not spending a lot of money is declutter your house, which sounds like a throwaway idea, but you would be amazed at how much this will do for your room. And I think when you're redoing a room or kind of rearranging or rethinking it, before you even consider adding anything to the room, I think the first step is to take out anything that you really don't think is working in the room.
1: Must be done. Do not do anything else. Do not
0: pass go if you need to be doing this. First off, you're going to take out anything you really don't like that's in the room, but also you're going to look and see what else doesn't fit in the room. What else feels odd in the room? And does a room seem too full? And what can be taken out? So those are kind of the questions you're going to ask yourself as you're taking things out of the room. And then maybe you take something out and say, you know what, I feel like it needs to go back. And so then maybe that's going to tell you if
1: you've gone too far. Yeah, so think about stripping away first rather than adding on. If you then have this sort of clean slate, as clean as you want to have it, then you can move on. Then take out anything that kind of is maybe bringing the other stuff down. You want things in the room that you love individually, and that make the other items in your room look better. So this is how we're getting the high style part of it. So if there's something that's just kind of a pillow, say that's frayed and tattered around the edges, you know, maybe your dog got to it or something like that, just let it go. Let's get a new pillow cover. Let's move on because that's not going to make your sofa look any better. So take a hard look at everything. It might not just be things you don't like. It's maybe just things that are sort of a little past their prime. If you're adding new things and you're thinking, well, I don't have that much money to spend. Do not just go to the off-price stores and look there. We're advocates of flea markets and thrift stores and all that. Certainly do all that. But if you are adding significant pieces to your home, whether it's in furnishings or textiles or something like that, start shopping around. Look at The higher end things, find some things that you like. Now, I don't want you to do that. So then you feel bad because you can't afford it or you just, it's just not going to happen this year or next year. Or, you know, if you got that pillow, then you couldn't have a coffee table, then it's not worth it. Right. But see what it is that you are really drawn to. Then start looking around. If it's a piece of fabric that you just really want a pillow made of, start looking at shops online or shops locally to you that might have remnants. Go to fabric stores. You can call and ask them, hey, you know, I'm looking for... If you know exactly the pattern and the color and the uh, brand of the fabric, start asking around. You just never know. And you may end up not finding the exact piece, but maybe somebody who has... Vast knowledge of fabrics and whatnot. It would say to you, Hey, you know, you want Schumacher, but Waverly makes a pattern that's very similar and that might be perfect. And that might be well within the price that you're willing or able to pay. So don't just go to, I guess what I would call it is like the lowest common denominator right away. Mm-hmm. Start well, high and then see if you can fill it in with something on sale. The floor model. I love a floor model. You know, so maybe a piece of furniture has a ding on it or something. So what? It's probably going to get a ding in your real life too. So maybe you can fix it. Maybe a little touch of paint, a little touch of stain, something like that. So that's where I would encourage you start high and then come down and see if you can get the higher priced item at a really great price.
0: Kelly, I think what you said It's so important that I want to restate it, and that is to go look in high style, expensive stores, either in person or online. This is where you start if you want high style for low cost, because how are you going to create this look if you don't know what it is? You really need to go study the expensive furniture, the expensive fabrics, the expensive looks because you want to get as close to that as you can for a reasonable price. I just think of the people that work for the government, that fight against fraud and people that are illegally printing dollar bills. One of the ways they can really tell if something is is a fake dollar bill is by studying the real thing. So if you're going to study the real thing, then you're going to know what it looks like and you're going to know how to get pretty close to that. So I think that's very important to really spend time looking at the real deal. Because if you don't, then it's going to be hard to get a high street
1: look. And what fun research is that you know? <laughs> like, right, right. You know, it is. Put aside the oh, I wish I could have it just like that. It's going to be more fun because you're either going to be like, yes, I got that hundred and ten dollar yard fabric for twenty four ninety nine, or you're going to say, oh my gosh, that end table was eleven hundred dollars and I got it uh, for four hundred because it was the floor model. It's going to be really exciting to not only learn all of that, and you know, it's if you're listening to this podcast, then you're really interested in decor and furnishings. You may even be interested in the history of decor and whatnot. So educating yourself on whatever high-end style floats your boat so you recognize, oh, that's a Chippendale chair or that's this type of chair or something like that. It's sort of part of learning something new every day as well. And then you have this storehouse of knowledge for when you're out there in the world looking to fill your own home or online looking to add things to your own home.
0: Yeah, and I would go to some of these stores that had some really expensive stuff and wait for them to have a, just kind of some closeout sales. And I got some pretty amazing deals, scratch and dent things. I got some furniture where maybe it was missing one of the pillows that came with a piece of furniture. I thought, no worries, I'll just make my own. And I got some really good deals at some of these, some furniture stores, some design stores really have some fabulous sales. I, and you're just going to have to look in your area to find out what those places are. But yeah, if there's a designer that's kind of selling things that maybe just didn't sell, I mean, that would be a great sale to go to.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Call me if you know those. I was gonna
0: say yeah because I yeah, I'm thinking, oh, I've got some stuff I'm gonna have to get rid of so yeah oh. sometime soon I know but I just can't make myself do with a garage sale. It's so much work. No. I've done
1: those. A number of times, and it is a lot of work. Would you do it again? It's a long day. I don't have enough stuff right now to make it worthwhile. And if you are considering something like, that, I mean, this is a little off roading. Here we go. So put your seatbelt on. You <laughs> know, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go off on a different tangent for a minute. But if you out there are listening and thinking, gosh, you know, this would be a great way, but eh, for the effort for the whole day, I don't have that much stuff. Team well, up. Put, well, they're closed early. Or close early. Sometimes yeah, up even the, sure. the dial-up to it because, you know, just getting it all going. You're know, like, oh, it still takes time. Team up with a few people. I did that one year and we had so much fun. Yeah. If we lived near each other, we would be doing Oh, that would be, be a time. good one. Oh, I know. That I know. would be fun. So, yeah, definitely strive to get the best quality that you can afford. And you you really can. And here's another thought if it's like uh, maybe draperies or something like that. Made with the pleats and all of that. You know, made. It's just too expensive. Look for the fabric. Maybe do a simpler fabric. You can get nice linen fabric at Joann's and it's not that expensive. And then instead of doing something really complicated with pleats, which is a little formal for our times now anyway... If you have any ability to sew a straight line, you could put a couple of seams and then do either a rod pocket or you can do, I love the rings, uh, clip-on rings. And so then it's really easy to open shut them if you want to do that that's a great way to get beautiful fabric, adding some texture and bringing your eye up in a room for the cost of some yardage.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. And drop cloth is such a great fabric. If you need a throw over a bed, if you want to just redo your bed, you could just throw that on top of your bed or cut it to size, tuck it in even, and then just do your uh, bed skirt underneath that would be a fine look. People hang them like you said with the clips and use them for curtains. And I even have a tutorial in my book French Accent's that in, in the second edition about how to use drop cloth to make your own long drop bedspread. So there's so much you can do with the drop cloth. It really is and it's a great. I've used them for tablecloths too. I mean they come in different sizes.
1: I had that on my list for the holidays because tablecloths are expensive. Mm, they are. And that's something that I really, you know, I'll spend money on a really nice runner because I'd like to have a runner on my table just all the time for just to add a little texture to the room. But a tablecloth, I probably wouldn't keep it on all the time. So I'd be putting it on for a holiday meal or a special meal. And then people think they can just eat off it. and You, know, oh, like, know. And you mean stain like, it and stuff? Wait a second. <laughs> um, this, like, can we just appreciate the table setting for a few minutes before you guys dig in? Because inevitably... <laughs> have to say sometimes it's even myself you know you drop a little cranberry sauce or a little wine gets sloshed out of it and what a bummer is
0: that yeah my family's not the neatest eaters yeah we use it on the i have ugly ugly tables we use at the farm when we have uh, a lot of people out there they're just kind of those old fold out kind Mm -hmm. of particle board they really are ugly hideous and i do the drop cloth all the way to the ground so no one can see how bad looking and they look great and I just, you know, you throw in a little bleach and they're fine. Right, and if they're, and they're not
1: fine, the next time you're going yeah, to do it a spray it out, painting another, project, yeah. you know, use exactly. it on the ground. It's fine.
0: I have a round table at the mm-hmm. farm in the kitchen. And long ago, before I even knew about drop cloths, I bought kind of a cream colored denim fabric, basically a canvas. You know, yeah. drop cloth, really. And sewed and made this thing. It was so expensive. And I just later looked and thought, you mean I could have just bought a piece
1: of drop cloth for oh, half the my. price,
0: done no sewing, now it would have been square instead of round. Right. But I just thought, what on earth was I thinking?
1: Yeah. I See, that's the thing. Because
0: we I, didn't have you our didn't, podcast I then, didn't, know. So you didn't know. you didn't know. I really know. didn't.
1: We couldn't bring you decorating tips and tricks without our sponsors. So let me share with you who they are today. You have the symptoms. Bonafide has the solutions. Bonafide is here to provide women with naturally powerful remedies to safely treat the natural symptoms that occur throughout our lives, from PMS to menopause and everything else along the way. So give Bonafide a try today. There are no hormones in any Bonafide product and no prescription is required. You'll get real relief without compromise. And you can also get 20% off your first purchase when you subscribe to any product. Go to hellobonafide.com and use our promotion code DTT. That's hellobonafide B-O-N-A-F-I-D-E. dot com And use the code DTT for 20% off at checkout. This is the best price on Bonafide subscriptions you'll get anywhere. And you'll also receive free shipping when you go to hellobonafide.com and use the code DTT. We'll make it super easy and have a clickable link in our show notes. Got a little COVID cushion? Looking to have a more balanced life and better health? Intermittent fasting is your answer. I started IF in November. Then I discovered Fastick, the Intermittent fasting It has helped me so much to stay on target and to get healthier. Hey, we're all super busy and we may even be putting ourselves on the back burner, but it's never too late to prioritize yourself and your health. Many people download the app simply for weight loss, but that's not all there is to offer. The Fastic app provides daily tasks that support a holistic, healthy lifestyle, from better nutrition to better sleep. And you can even chat and motivate each other right on the app. And for more support during your eating, Fastic has tons of recipes and nutritional guidance in there academy Fastic is a community that supports fasting is a healthy balanced sustainable lifestyle that's centered on more than just weight loss. So join me. Go to Fastic.com or just simply click the link in the show notes to download the app and use the code DTT to get $50 off a one-year subscription of Fastic Plus. That's Fastic, F-A-S-T-I-C.com or click the link in the show notes and use the code DTT for $50 off. You don't want to cut corners on what's really important and few things are more important than a good night's rest. Bowlin Branch's signature sheets feel so soft and light. You'll forget you're not actually sleeping on a cloud. And they use only 100% sustainable raw materials. So many things can go wrong with sheets. They can be crunchy, pilly, toxic. You're not going to find any of those problems with bowl and branch sheets. I love my white set of king-size sheets and I love sliding between them and so did everybody in my family. So Everybody got a set of Bowl and Branch for their beds. Bowl and Branch sheets come in seven beautiful colors and in all sizes. Bolin Branch also offers 17-inch deep fitted sheets with labeled sides, so... You could always make your bed beautifully and easily. Bowl and Branch gives you not only a fair price, but also a 30 day risk free trial with free shipping and returns. And for an even better deal, go to bowlandbranch.com and you'll get 15% off your first set of sheets when you use the promotion code DTT. That's bowl, B O L L, and branch.com and use the promotion code DTT. Another idea is an expensive console table. So, say you have your sofa or what have you near a window. you know, We always suggest to you, if you can, pull your furnishing sort of off the wall a little bit. If you've got it pulled away from the window a little bit, maybe it's not far enough to have an actual console table, or maybe you just don't want to spend the money on a console table that you're not going to see. You could make sort of a shelf off or under the frame of the window. So it's coming out. You could put a couple of corbels. Everybody's window is going to be a little bit different. So just as you may have to, these ideas, you could put plants, something like that. But if you have a piece of furniture in front of it, that can act as a console table. So you haven't gone out and spent money on an additional table, and you've just created this little piece. And if you move the furniture around, it's probably easy to remove it
0: as well. Ballard Design has a cover that you could put over. I think they have some particle board thing you can buy, or you can get your own. And then they had, I think, a burlap cover with a really beautiful fringe thick, heavy fringe on the bottom. So very simple, but really pretty. And I think that would be lovely and not as expensive as a, as a fancy console table.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. I've seen that one. Sort of an updated version of the round table with the, the tablecloth over it, exactly. which I had and I liked for a long time. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I think they still really work. So yeah, lots of ways just to, just to tweak things a little bit. Here's just an, an umbrella thought is if you're going to do something super inexpensive, make it almost like the raw material. As Anita was talking about that console table, I was thinking, you know, you can even do something with two wooden saw horses. You Sure. Say, you see so many desks like that. And lots of times they're in maybe a chrome or something like that. But the idea is there. It's an X at either end, propping up a horizontal board. And so you can treat the board in whatever way you wanted, whether painting or something like that, staining, you could have a piece of glass cut. And then say you had these two sawhorses at either end, you can lacquer paint them, you could spray paint them, gold, you could do whatever you want. I mean, it wouldn't be so far off from the look. And then when you add some other things around it that are smaller items, maybe that are a little bit higher end or that high-end fabric and you made it into a beautiful pillow and that's on your Desk chair and then you've got the glass top and you've got these gold sawhorses. You know, I'm picturing it sort of like in this really fabulous woman's studio slash office. Great rug underneath, maybe some bookshelves behind painted black, pink toned rug. You've got this great fabric. You've got this glass table and these gold. Nobody's going to think they're even think they're sawhorses, right? <laughs> and they don't cost anything really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we first got married, we, used
0: two file cabinets, and then put a door on top of it, and that was our desk.
1: You kids are so cute. Do <laughs> you have some other ideas,
0: Anita? Yes, yes. How about wallpapering the back of a bookcase? That would be a fun look, and it would give it a lot of interest. And I was thinking, too, about if you're wanting that wallpaper look in a small space or in the back of a bookcase, what about... There's so many fabulous stencils now. It's not like the old days where you were stuck with a duck with a, you know, a <laughs> ribbon around his neck. I mean, there's <laughs> really some pretty. Pull that ribbon tight. <laughs> yeah. So There's really some pretty stencils out there that people use to put on tiles or to put on the wall. And I think that would be, a, there's just a lot more stenciling options and they're much easier to use than they used to be repositionable where they kind of stick on the wall. And I think that would be a fun thing to do in the back of a bookcase or in a small room or something. What What do you think about that?
1: Oh yeah, that's a great look. My fave, fave, fave fabric is Schumacher Pine Hollyhock. I just love it. And I would just love to have draperies of it. I would just love it, love it, love it. It's so expensive. So I have one pillow, right? They also make wallpaper, of it. So if I wanted to use wallpaper of it, then maybe I would just get one roll. One roll would do it. That's like my wallpaper panels that I've talked to you guys about before. It's the same idea. It's just using a high-end wallpaper in a small space so you don't have to buy too much of it. And it's going to go a long way. It's going to make a big impact. And, and so then if you put in, in that bookcase, you know, some vintage books and maybe a candle you got at Home Goods or something like that, a little doodly, a little something in your vignette that was not very expensive from TJ Maxx. All that stuff is going to look a lot more high end because it's sitting in front of that Schumacher wallpaper.
0: Well, I think that's an excellent point. Rather than if you're wanting to use wallpaper and you can't afford something nice and you just can't find anything in your price range for a room, then maybe you just pick, like you said, an expensive Expensive wallpaper, but just buy a roll or some sort of sample size, and then use it like you did in your house, and put it in a large frame, or put it on a tray that you're using, or just use it in the back of a bookcase, uh, or you know, just kind of in a small place. So that uh, you're not using as much, but you're still getting this really elegant wallpaper in the room in some way. And here's something small that you can do that I think also could make a really lovely change to a room. And that is to change out your lampshades. There's so many old lamps that the lamp is great, but the shade looks frumpy. And I even buy vintage lamps. And I think this is such a gorgeous lamp and such a hideous lampshade. And I'm thinking, why didn't they just take this lampshade and throw it off? I think they might've wanted to keep it. Right. So that's one thing that you can do. Another thing that I think is pretty inexpensive that I think looks fabulous. I love the idea of plates on the wall. And if you're a collector of plates like Kelly and I are, this is a great way to display your collection. And I love the look of a dark wall with those white ironstone plates on it. What I do is get the D-rings. and I glue it on with kind of Gorilla Glue, but mm-hmm. then to really hold it in place, I put uh, duct tape on it, mm-hmm. but you have to let it cure all the way. I mean, you have to let that glue cure but once the glue is cured i have hung them like that and they've
1: done just fine so you use a d-ring that you would buy what in a Mm -hmm. fabric store a hardware store a Mm -hmm. hardware store okay and then like a hanging d-ring right a hanging not like one for a belt or something like that no okay so then it has, does it have its own little tab on it?
0: So it has a little tab that you would normally nail on. But I see. But okay. instead, I put some Gorilla Glue on. Okay. But then I taped it in place. I used the duct tape just to kind of hold it in place while the glue was curing. Okay. And then do you take that off? I just gl- left it I mean, on. the
1: the duct tape, I mean. No, I just left it on. So yeah, you guys, there's a lot of ways to do low-cost, high-style decorating. It's just the way that you approach it. These individual ideas are really great, but what you really want to remember is what we talked about in the beginning. You want to know what the real deal is all about. You want to aim high and then work down as you must, but who knows? You might find something that is exactly what you want that's really reasonable based on availability of a ding, the last two yards of something. So don't just say, oh, don't, don't sort of be defeatist if you've got a budget. And if right. you don't have a budget, but you just enjoy being, and who, I mean, everybody has a budget, but you know what I mean? If it's not, yeah, if money is not the top priority mm-hmm. and you know, okay, I'm doing this and I want it to be a certain way, but who wants to spend extra money when you don't have to? I mean, you want to be exactly. smart about it.
0: You want that extra money left over to go buy yourself
1: something fun. Buy Anita's book. <laughs> <laughs> or then you can get that drop cloth, right. long drop tutorial. That's a good one. So, Anita, what's the DTT defines today?
0: Today, we're defining the word back splat. So, not a back splash, but a back
1: splat. <laughs> I was going to say, Anita, you didn't say that right. <laughs> a back is, splat.
0: Yes, it's a slat of wood in the middle of a chair back. That is a back splat.
1: Splat, like S-P-L-A-T? You got it. Whoa. Okay, never heard of that.
0: Yeah, so that's what it is. There you have it.
1: Now you'll know what to call that thing in the back of your chair. So it, is that if it just has one big one rather than spindles? You know, that's a good question. I
0: kind of get the impression this is just one... Uh Uh-huh. It's not clear to me if you could use this term for multiple ones. Like a ladder back chair would have maybe three back splats. But I don't know. I mean, that sounds, I could say that. That sounds right. It has three back splats, right? I guess. I
1: don't know. It's all new to me, lady. (laughs) I don't
0: know that there's a lot of sites that talk
1: about back (laughs) splats. Would be my (laughs) guess. This may just be a mystery. If you want to be the top Google search for something, just have a blog all about back splats.
0: <laughs> yes, I, but I'm probably Very the only niche. one that's going to be searching for them. So Very anyway. niche.
1: Well, I, I, if, if anybody has the opportunity to use that in conversation at any time, please let us know because that would be awesome. <laughs> what's your crush? Oh, no, what? Oh, what's the challenge? Oh,
0: so remember last week? I think it was pretty easy. Just go take the pictures.
1: Oh, yeah. That, you kind I of give like, them a lob ball to start out with.
0: Well, you know, just lull them in mm-hmm. thinking it's going to all be super easy, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now comes the hard part. I want you to look at those photos on your computer, not on your phone because you're not going to get oh, right. the full effect unless you're mm-hmm. looking at it on. I want you to see it on the big screen. Mm -hmm. Look at those photos, and I want you to take a hard look at them. And I want you to write down what you like about the room and what you don't. These are going to be things like, I like the blue chair, but maybe I'm not happy with where it is in the room. Or my room lacks direction. Or there's too much clutter. Or, you know, I really like these colors in the room. I mean, these are the kind of things that you're going to make a list of what you like and don't like about the room.
1: I really find that making a list like Mm -hmm. that really helps. Maybe just split the page so you could see it all in one place. I think it's just a nice
0: starting point because it's really helpful to kind of figure out what's working in the room and what's not working in the room and at this point we're not really worried about you figuring out what the fix is even if you don't know how to fix it everyone knows whether a room is working or not
1: wouldn't you agree with that yes even people that don't have any interest in decorating don't have any design sense or anything those people know when a room doesn't feel right they might not choose to do anything about it, or obsess about it, like some people. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I'm going to say it's easier to
0: spot problems with the room than it is to fix them. Yeah, usually. So I think most everyone can say mm, this room isn't working. But right. and they may or may not. I mean, if it's clutter, then you know you know what you need to do.
1: Yeah. Yes. Exactly.
0: But we uh, don't want
1: to go there yet. No, no, we don't need to do that right now. Step by step, we're going to. That's do right. There what I really like about the, this, these two steps thus far is that mm-hmm. you're, you're getting the full view and, and with your eyes unmasked because you're looking at the photos. Mm-hmm. Right. Then you're looking at the photos and you're taking, you're being discerning. And so you're really sort of picking the room apart. I know I do this. I ventured to say that a lot of people that listen to us do this when you're looking at a decor magazine or you're looking at a book, you kind of sort of dissect the room, but maybe you're always doing that with other people's rooms. Maybe you don't do it to your own house and your own rooms. So it's a great exercise.
0: Well, I think what happens is you just get used to the room the way it is and you just don't think about it. You don't think about what you like, what you don't like. You don't think about what needs to change. You don't think about that there's a pile of laundry in the corner all the time that kind of drives you nuts, you just kind of accept that that's just part of life. But you know what? You don't have to. Yeah, doesn't have to be that
1: way. Okay, what's your crush?
0: My crush is the TV show, As Time Goes By. This was made in the 90s, and it's about an English couple, Jean and Lionel, who were reunited after 38 years when Lionel returns to England from Kenya uh, to write his memoirs. And they fall in love again, and it's just a very warm... Funny cozy TV show. So it's kind of like if you want something to watch on a rainy day where nothing really goes too terribly wrong, this is <laughs> this is for you. I mean, if you know if you're looking for guns blazing and explosions and car crashes, this is not your show.
1: This is not for you. No, but right. if you want to just
0: kind of cozy on your sofa, wrapped around, you know, maybe a, yeah, a nice quilt, you got a cuppa. <laughs>
1: Good one. Okay. My crush. It's a company called Sand Cloud. They make absolutely beautiful Turkish towels that are so multifunctional. You could use them as towels. You could use them as throws. You could use them as sarongs. You could use them in so many different ways. In fact, I have one spread across my bed right now to protect my bedding from my dogs. It's working beautifully, and I could just throw it in the wash and it comes out beautifully clean and the really great thing about is that their products are sustainable they make such an effort to create products and use uh, different materials that are completely sustainable and 10% of their profits go to marine conservation so you're saving the fishies you're saving the oceans when you're shopping with Cloud. I am loving their products and they are such a lovely company they also gave us a nice discount for our listeners so I will include that in the show notes but definitely check them out I have a whole collection of them. I think my fave is my Boho Honey towel. So check them out and check out all the different colors and all the different patterns. I think you're going to love them too. Oh, I love Turkish towels. So. I know you do. You're going to love these. Oh, the, I can't wait. I'm going to the check them fringe, out. The fringe, the colors, you know, because sometimes it's just the stripe. They are well beyond the stripe. They're all kinds of amazing patterns and colors. You're going to love well, them. Well, I
0: bet they have some really absorbent ones for when you actually come out of the shower. Some of them I use just for Decorative.
1: Yeah, decorative no, these uses. The, the material that they use, because it's this very long cotton. So, you know, mm, when we nice. talk to you about sheets and whatnot, you know, it's really important to have the long strand, and mm-hmm. that's what they're using. So it's really beautiful. Feels really great on your skin. Oh, sounds wonderful. I can't wait to check them out. So thanks so much for hanging out with us today. And remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.